So I'm not going to take questions about practice this morning because we're having a question and answer session this afternoon. And I'd like to talk about the schedule change we're having today. Um, we're moving into the self-directed practice schedule. And the, have you already changed the schedules? <coughs> so that the new version of the schedule is now posted around the center. So you can take a look at it. The basic structure of the schedule, we still have our 5.30 wake up. So Dawn, please keep waking us up. <laughs> and we'll uh, also have the sitting before breakfast together as a group sitting. Um, then we'll have this period together also. So the morning part up through the end of this sitting is pretty much the same. You know, it is the same. We, we get up, we sit together, we have breakfast, we do our yogi jobs, we come in here, have instructions, questions, etc. And then at, um, at the end of that period at 9.30, there is no structured sitting and walking schedule until lunchtime. So you sit and walk as feels appropriate for you. Uh, Chris will ring the bell for lunch. That will be our signal for lunch. Uh, there won't be a bell in here at lunchtime. Um, then after lunch, um, there's another period for self-directed practice until 4 o'clock, w- at which time there will be the Dharma offering. And again, the bell for the, dom- the Dharma offering in that twee, I believe. Yes, okay. Um, so again, self-directed practice sit and walk as feels appropriate until the Dhamma offering, and then we'll be in here together for the Dhamma offering. Then there's a brief period after the Dhamma offering, as there has been uh, before the meal, so that the, um, there, there's some yogi involvement for meal preparation. So uh, we have that break after the Dhamma offering before the meal. And then in the evening, again, we have self-directed practice. And then at 9 o'clock, we will have a group sit again. So we bracket the day with group sits. We'll do the chanting in the evening. The main difference in that sitting, I won't ring a bell at the end. I'll just sit until I feel like I'm done sitting. You sit until you feel like you're done sitting. (laughs) We all just come and go as feels appropriate. So that's the overview of the schedule. Um, So there's um, a few things to say about this. So in terms of shifting into self-directed practice, it becomes a little bit of a decision process for you. And this is a thinking process, of course. You know, you are going to be engaged in some thinking about, do I keep sitting or should I walk? So it, it is based on the appropriateness for you, how it, how it is for you. If you're new to this, it may be a little confusing. You know, how do I decide to stop sitting if there's not a bell? Uh, so a few suggestions. I mean, um, if you feel really ungrounded without a structured schedule, just use the schedule we used yesterday. It'll fit fine. Just you can time yourself, put your watch in front of you, and, and just keep track of the time yourself. Sit for 45 minutes, walk for 45 minutes, sit for 45 minutes, walk for 45 minutes. That's fine. If that supports you, you could start there. Um, another approach to untimed sittings um, is uh, to kind of add a little bit of investigation around the process of when you get up is um, there will be at some point in the sitting some urge okay it's time to get up now (laughs) notice that urge notice that 
uh, that wish, that motivation to get up and let it pass. It won't act. It, it may have a little pull on you for a little while. Um, notice perhaps the motivation behind that. You know, maybe you've got an itch and it's just like, oh, I don't want to have to be with this itch. I'm tired of this. I'm ready to go for a walk. So notice the motivation behind why you want to get up. Sit through it. Probably not going to last for more than a minute, you know, so hang in there. Um, and then notice what happens to your meditation as you have sat through that urge. The next time the urge comes up, sit through it again. The third time it comes up, you can get up. That's, that's just a suggestion for playing with um, these urges to move us. You know, what is, it, what is it that's making us want to walk? What is it that's making us want to sit? That's another exploration. Why, why, why am I walking? Why am I sitting? So looking at the motivation. Um, you can also monitor your energy and mindfulness. So in sitting, you may find that um, you know, the, mo- the, the momentum of mindfulness is quite strong. If the momentum of mindfulness is strong, stay where you are. Just, just keep going. Um, so you can, you know, if they're, if they're balanced, you may just want to stay in the, in the posture. Um, it, it can be. I mean, I know at times that I stop sitting when it's just clear that my body has had enough. You know, it's ready for uh, a shift of posture. That's often when I shift. It's when the body feels like it's ready for a shift of posture. Walking, you know, again, it, it, feel, it gets to ver- a very intuitive <coughs> sense of, of what, what it feels like to, um, to know when, okay, it's time to let go of the walking and come back to the sitting. So explore in your own experience what's supportive for you. So this really um, puts you into your own resources. It is, is it taking responsibility for your own practice. Find your own rhythms. Continuity is really important. Um, that, and, you know, the other piece that I want to point out here is that um, last year, those of you who were here may remember that we did have bells at the start of the self-directed practice periods. So, you know, the afternoon schedule says, you know, two o'clock self-directed practice. So there was a bell at two o'clock, you know, to signal, okay, self-directed practice. That creates kind of an artificial distinction about what's practice and what's not practice. So I'm going to experiment with letting go of that bell. (laughs) We'll see how it works. I know that that some people, it's helpful to have that sense of, that, that there brings a more intentionality when it feels like a formal practice, uh, but play with play with it. There's you know there's actually not a distinction in practice at meals, in yogi jobs, in sitting, in walking. We're cultivating mindfulness throughout the whole day, so continuity is our practice. If I kind of get the sense that the container feels like it's unraveling, I'm going to reinstitute the bells. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, 
An aversion to the shift in schedule is common. There will be noise in here. It's not a contained, quiet, everybody staying in the hall for the same period of time. There are going to be people coming in and going during the time when you are sitting. So again, you know, recognizing these are just objects. The sound of the door opening. Notice what happens. Is there tension that arises? Sometimes it can be, oh, the sound. I've been drifting off in thought and sound. Thank you, whoever walked in. <laughs> Wake me up, you know. Um, so allowing all of the sounds, the movements, to be objects. That's just what it is. But do know, know that the aversion is common. So just recognize, okay, yep, there's the aversion to the shift of schedule. Um, you will adjust. And I think you will appreciate the, uh, the, the, the rhythm, the, the, the real deep settling into your own rhythm that can happen with this kind of a, a schedule. So are there any questions about this self-directed schedule? Not really a question, but a request. Um, for the evening sit, maybe someone could dim the lights right after we chant. That way the lighting will stay continuous. Um, is that okay? Or if, if somebody is willing to do that, and maybe somebody sitting in the back could do that. Um, I am also can just do it as I leave. Um, and I, I may sit, you know, who knows how long I'll sit for. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 it's unlikely I'll sit for exactly half an hour. Um, if it, well, we'll just see how that goes. Again, you can just notice the change of light as a phenomenon. It's just an object. <laughs> Not a big deal. It's been done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if somebody would like to do that, or the first person, you, you would, fine. Um, any other questions about the self-directed chantan? Can you clarify your expectation for whether or not there should be any other activity in the hall besides sitting meditation? I would prefer that um, the, the hall remain a place for still posture meditation. That could be standing, lying down, sitting. Um, I prefer no movement meditation, no yoga. Um, in the in the meditation hall or in that room either yeah I, I asked the abbot he said it's fine to use the little zendo oh yes meditation. that's true the the small zendo um, we can use that when they are not using it they use it every morning right. um, at the same time we have our sitting and you, you notice they're in there as we go up to breakfast and then Sunday mornings they're in there all morning um, so when they're not using it um, we are able to use that room. Um, you're welcome to use that for sitting, or I suppose you could use that for movement. You could do that for yoga. Um, you could use, do yoga or stretching in the, the community room. There's not a lot of places. There's also, you can do it maybe on the deck. Uh, there's, you know, out here, um, there's some, some deck space. You could do some stretching out there. Um, but I do prefer the the hall to not have um, movement meditation in it. He was um, pretty uh, open to even moving the cushions around in there if you need. As long as we make sure in the evening back. that they're back. Right. Yeah. I mean, whoever, yeah, if you. structured. Place. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you'd like to go in there, do something, and move the cushions, 
I would suggest you move them back when you're done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Are they in there in the evening too? I don't believe no. so. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen them in there. Can I do the walking meditation around the decks here? Uh, I wouldn't do it around these sides. I mean, um, I think you could do it on that side. On this side? Okay. Yeah, as long as it's not... Maybe not. Let's say no. Let's say no. <laughs> so last night I had a really clear, um, sustained mindfulness, but my body was giving out. Is it oh, is it worthwhile to stand for a while? Is it? I mean, you you is, could you could play with just adjusting to another still posture. Sit in a chair, do a lying posture, uh, stand, um, see what happens. You could also just move into walking. I mean, I I, I play with it. Mm-hmm. Find out what supports you. Could you also clarify your preferences or expectations around reading or writing meditation in the hall? I would say no reading and writing in the hall. <laughs> Leave this place for still posture meditation. Any other? Any other questions? Yeah. Is there nobody sitting in the hall at night? Can I do the walking meditation? Um, yeah. If there's nobody in the hall. You could do it out in the on the patio there. You, you're also welcome to do that, like in front of the kitchen. I know there's lights there, or you know, on the the walkways up by the bathrooms. You can do it up there, <laughs> especially when there's not many people around. <laughs> Any other questions? So a few announcements. <clears throat> 